Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Man Them United podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Man United. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United related, please, people. And as always, there's a lot to discuss with Manchester United. There's always something going on, always mm-hmm. some new uh, new news to discuss, always some new rumours to discuss as well. So get your questions in. And of course, if you do indeed super chat, myself and Ivorian will get straight to it as well. He wasn't on the Tuesday edition, people, but he's here on Thursday, as promised. Mr. Red United TV in the building. Ivorian, what are you saying? You good? Ah, I'm good, man. It's, 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 like I said, it's a big up to the guys in the comments as well. Big up Stephanie as well and Jesse as well. Lateness is greatness. Of That's course I'm good, bro. Lateness is great. Of course. Apologies, people, on me, but we're here, man. We're in the building. Well, glad you're good, man. I'm absolutely you're good because you know, do you know why flawless? Because on, how can Man United fan not be be feeling good after the weekend we've had when news <laughs> circulated that our 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 bummy ex-captain Harry Maguire was told by to the face from the manager that he will no longer be captain, and and again on top of that, he told him to find a new club. You know, he used like that. <laughs> got to it. Well, I know you want to start there, so we'll start mm-hmm. there. The floor's yours, fam. The floor's yours. When you hear news like that, you know, I think I think everyone was in in jubilating and in jubilation when they've heard that kind of news saying that finally, like finally, my man's been told that he he's no longer the captain because last season he wasn't the captain. He what he played 30 minutes of the game. I mean 30% of the game, 70% of our matches, Bruno Fernandes were our captain. I don't see it as a surprise. I don't even know why he's surprised and in shock and disappointed. Because let's be real, he knew this was coming. You know, everybody knew that he was coming. His own no disrespect, his own wife knew that this was going to come one day. Like you're no longer going to be Manchester United captain if even though when he was fit, you had players like Luke Shaw who played ahead to you. That's when you know exactly that you'd no longer in a manager's plan when a left-back who will never play centre-back is being preferred ahead of you in your position. And the, uh, the statement as well, uh, as well, when he addressed everything, he likes to address the fans, he said that he gave it his all, you know, and, and et cetera, and helping Manchester United bring the success back with one Carabao Cup that he barely played in, only played in the last four minutes to see out the game. And on top of that, thanking Oli as well, which I felt that was a bit That's of a slide. That felt like a slide dig, in it? You know, the moment when he said he liked to thank Oli, I was like, raw. Before we get to that, look at the happiness <laughs> in your face. I'm happy. Just by losing his captaincy. Oh, look at you, Absolutely. fam. Like, you are smiling, smiling. I'm smiling because... Look at the glee, fam. Look at it. Just the overshare, the, the sheer joy. You know what I'm saying? smiling like the way when men's get their ops, you know. When men has chef their ops up and they're all smiling, high-fiving each other, you know. Yeah, That's how happy I am. happy about this, Absolutely, because it was needed to be done. And you know what? After that, and then also hearing news that he's been told that he will have to find a new club, you know, it's better for him to find another club so he can continue his career and develop as much as he like. It's just good news. It's what we wanted to hear. And a lot of players and a lot of fans probably thought to themselves that, you know what, Maguire needs to leave. And I know that fans did say that they didn't respect the guy. You know, he didn't see him as a leader. He didn't deserve the the captain armament after six months of just being at the club. It is what it is. And what disgusts me the most is the is the English pundits, the English media saying, oh, the way they treated Harry Maguire wasn't great. The way they dealt with the whole situation wasn't great. I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Are you guys not watching the games? The guy's not playing, but yet you want to back him. 
The guy's not playing for this. Pundits actually back him. I did not see this because I didn't pay. Bro, this talk shit. Much. Talk shit came out and said that oh, he's been treated. I said, but who won? Who won? Who won? Talk sport though. I know it wasn't entire talks. Was it someone in particular <laughs> who said it? Um, who said it? Like no one well, can't be backing him and saying he's been treated unfairly. Tell what's that? What's that, what's that Man United? Like, that Man United fan was there. That Manchester United fan. I forgot his name. Black guy, white, guy. Black, white guy with the black hair, and he was sitting there with some next guy with bald head, saying that. <laughs> they were saying that he's been treated badly. I'm like, oh, what? No, well, the Man United fan guy did not say how Harry Maguire was treated badly. The other guy, that's a non. It's always the non magic Yeah, Alex Crook. The non Manchester United fans are talking nonsense. But he was not treated badly, and it wasn't. He's the one that came out and said he was not going to be no longer a Manchester United fan, a Manchester United captain. And how disappointed he is. He's the one that came out, and be my opinion, you shouldn't be the one that's been coming out to make that statement. It should be the club himself that will say them officially that Maguire is no longer captain. But it's happy days for us, you know, because it means happy. That he it's will happy get sold. Us, but it's a static days for you. Look at this guy. <laughs> this guy. I've not, yo, I've not seen you. You, you, you happy like this? Like we signed, like yeah. the dream signing for you. Like whoever mm -hmm. your dream signing is. Like I've never seen you. Like straight out the gate, this happy yeah. about something straight from yeah. the gate. It's great news, yeah, fantastic well, news, man. Harry Maguire, man. You know, the only thing I say about Harry Maguire is that I, I commend his self belief. The guy actually went to Portugal and trained one of the best, the one of the elites. I respect that. Yeah, you have to respect that, you know. I, mm -hmm. I swear to God, some people need that kind of, you know, self belief in life, you know. Some of us have to tell ourselves, I wish I had a, a Maguire self belief, even when I know that I'm not good. You've got that same self belief when your best friend, who's, who's a shit rapper, tells you to buy his mixtape and he happens to believe he's good when you've been telling him that he's not good. You know what I mean? You get me? Mm -hmm. So self-belief. We got to him and he believes that he can still have a future in the game. Let's see yeah, where yeah, he, he what happens. still have a future in the game. Uh, he's got a future, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see who signs because I don't see who will sign him for the price and whether he's linked to Tottenham, Chelsea, West Ham. But West Ham obviously it. made the, they made the loan offer that got rejected. Thoughts on that, actually? Thoughts on the loan offer West Ham made and Manchester United rejected. <laughs> oh, listen, we're trying to sell him. We're not trying to loan him so he can come back. I respect my, my club for rejecting. <laughs> that said, that. we're trying to sell him. We're not trying to loan. We're him. trying to loan him. We're trying to sell him. Are you loaning with an, with an, with an obligation to buy? Then we can talk. You know, mandatory fee. Then we can talk. But if it's just a straight loan and see how it goes. Straight rejection, bro. Because we we're not in a situation where we want to see how it goes. We need to be funded so we can use that money elsewhere wisely and spend it wisely. So yeah, man, the West Ham deal. I just thought, what's wrong with them? You just received, you know, when you you know you just received one hundred and five million pounds for Declan Rice, and you're trying to loan Maguire. That's a slap in the face and an insult. You know, I will slap the manager that made that that offer and say, you just got one hundred and five million. Can we not at least get forty million from that? No, highly, yeah, that sounds good. Like, this is the crazy thing is look at the jubilation and just the sheer glee and just happiness that you are talking about Harry Maguire. Like, mm -hmm. not even leaving. This is him just being stripped of captaincy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I can't wait until he actually leaves and oh. like, to see that, like, your actual response. Bro, you know when he leaves, I'm doing my short yeah. video, breaking news, Harry Maguire's been sold. It is, it is what it is. I even I did, I did the breaking news. Harry Maguire captaincy's been stripped. Guys, make sure you check that out on my YouTube channel. I did a video on that as well, bro. It needed to be done.
But yeah, I'm happy, man. And it just shows the, the sheer ruthlessness of our manager. Thank you, Jesse. Jesse, for that, you know, it's, it's what we need. We need our managers to be ruthless, and we've asked for the ruthless aggression problems, and we're getting that. David De Gea gone. Maguire was next. Who's next on the books that you guys want to see? This guy, yo, this, this guy. But the thing is, we spoke, mm -hmm. obviously, we was going to start. The title of this uh, in particular episode, mm -hmm. people, is what do Manchester United need to compete? Um for the Premier League and obviously myself and Ivorian will talk about that and get the thoughts of everybody in the comment section as well. But in regards to Harry Maguire, it's like as much as we don't rate him, but then we're trying to get monies for him. We ain't getting no decent, we're not getting a decent amount. Actually, that being said, I'll tell a lie. I think we will get a decent amount because I think anything is. I think if we get 20 million for him, that's a steal. If we get 20 million for him, that is a steal. Bear in mind, this is someone who's been here, what, three years now and hasn't had a good season. That's what I don't understand is people will, Manchester United fans will criticise Manchester United players, talk about how poorly they've performed year in, year out, and then try and command a big fee for them. That makes no sense. How are you going to try and command a big fee for a play, for players who, one, you don't rate, and two, haven't performed well either? That makes no sense. Make that make sense. I really, really mm -hmm. failed to get that. Because what, what's, the, what's the fee you would take for Harry Maguire? Because you're saying loan, like, there has to be an obligation to buy and a transfer fee, etc. But let's talk transfer. Um, a fee, a reasonable fee, I would think between, to be fair, it's really hard to sell Maguire. And I'll be honest with you, I, I'm up for the, you know, cancel your contract situation. That's what Let him go for That's... free. Take that hit, you know, like the way Madrid took the hit on Hazard. Take the hit, bro. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's difficult to sell him. But a reasonable fee would be between, what, 30 to 50 million? Because I don't see it going beyond the 40 to 50 million. It's not going to... And everyone has seen how much he's regressed and how awful he's been on the match. You Wearing the kit of Manchester United for the last, what, two, three seasons? He hasn't been at his best. A man that's lost his confidence. Shadow the player that he used to be, you know... I don't see Manchester United recuperating a decent fee of more than 40 to 50 million. I reckon 30 million is enough. We have to take a loss. It's absolutely brilliant if we manage yeah, to get it. rid. Because at the same time, if no one and no one signs him, we just tell them, you listen, we're just going to take Johnny Evans back and we're going to cancel your contract. Take the hit, man. 80 million was the loss that we've taken. I always urge Manchester United to take that L on Maguire and just get rid. Because if he was happy to take the L on spending that much money on Paul Pogba and let him go on a free twice, yeah, then you should be happy enough to just say, you know what? Either buy him out his contract or just say we're cancelling your contract. Yeah. Take the hit. And we at the end of the day, what, what are we going to benefit from it? If we cancel these contracts, we're going to save money on the wages. That means that frees up money for transfer fees. I know we're going to have to either pay him off or do a mutual termination. Either pay him off the $10 million, do a, or both of you decide, cancel the contract. No one gets anything. We both walk away. Free up the money. Maybe he's saving a bit, a good 20 to $30 million on, on on his wages and then buy a new defender from probably somewhere from a country like MLS. You know, a player that we don't know, like the jersey guy from Monaco. You know, someone that you just don't know about, but it's absolutely good. 
it is what it is, man, because I honestly feel like Manchester should just take their losses on certain players and get rid of them. You know, you got players like Bailly, you got players like Alex Tellers, where you can just say, you know they what? They look like they're on their way out as well, both of those two. In particular, like Alex Tellers will discuss. Yeah. But yeah, and, you look at, and you look at Bailly, who's been injury prone, you don't see anyone signing him at all. So it's a player that, like him, you may have to consider terminating and cancelling the contract. But Maguire is a player that we should also consider flawless, man, because getting that money for him, it's going to be hard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why I don't mm. want no big fee for him. I'm like, oh, let's just move him on. I'm fully with just moving him on just to move him for moving him on because he's not good enough. And all the other reasons you mentioned, freeing up, wage, freeing up uh, wages, frees up a spot in the squad as well for a mm. potential youngster or somebody else that we can bring in as well, get rid of the circus surrounding him. And on top of all those things, he's just not good enough anyway. He's just absolutely. not good enough. But, but they, they believe he is. The, the pundits do. He's always good when he puts an England shirt on. That's why the pundits are not managing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like if you believe that <clears throat> Harry Maguire is good enough to come, ah, if he's that good, how come you don't want him at your club? Them pundits who are not Manchester United fans, why are you not advocating for him mm-hmm. to come to the club you support? Why you know Arsenal pundits talking about bringing him to Arsenal? Why you know Liverpool <laughs> pundits talking about bringing him to Liverpool? Why you know Chelsea pundits talking about bringing him to Chelsea? And the list goes on. Mm-hmm. Like, like put your money where your mouth is. Not like literally. Well, not literally, but figuratively speaking. Yeah. But hey, big up on everyone who is locked in. Let's bump up the likes, people. We're at 19 likes. So we've done decent. Over 30 of you lot in the building. So like, check, one, two, one, two. Let's bump like. up them likes, though. Please share across all the socials. Let's get even more people in here. And on top of those two things, make sure you subscribe to the channel, Sarcasm City TV as well. Hit that notification bell. Make sure you subscribe to Ivorian's channel, Red United TV. I will add it to the title too. But yeah, likes up. We're at 19. Let's get up to 30 likes. And hit that subscribe button as well. We're too short, I believe. Yes, of 7,250. So hit the subscribe button. I know there's two people who are watching right now live who haven't. And don't think if you're just watching, if you're watching this back, that don't apply to you. It still does. Still make sure you hit the like button. Still make sure you hit the share button. Still make sure you hit the subscribe button as well. We wasn't going to start with Harry Maguire, but I've already wanted to get off mm-hmm. his chest because we were legit talking about it beforehand. Big up to Daredevil as well, who says big up Flawless and Ivorian. Yes. Love from the USA. He says, first of all, um, here, Maguire being stripped from this captaincy is music to my ears and I have no problem with Bruno being his successor. So we'll go there because that's a little bit segue there. Yep. in regards to Bruno being um, captain. Might shock some people. I'm not really too fussed that he's captain. I'm, it was I, don't really, I don't really, but mm-hmm. because that's my that's the least of my worries with Bruno is like it's him being captain. Just perform now. Mm-hmm. That's what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping him getting the captain's armband permanently and officially and him being Ten Hag's guy for this season improves his game. Do I think it will? Probably not. Not in regards to him being captain, but I'm hope I don't know, it helps him display even more leadership qualities. It gives him a boost of confidence. And in his game, he steps up his game. Do I see it happening personally? No, but I want to be proven wrong. Same way I didn't see Rashford having the season that he just had gone. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping Bruno can do something, anything similar. If he can level up, you know what I'm saying? If he can go up at just one level, that's a, that'd be a vast improvement. That can help us tremendously. Because we're now in an area the pitch where we need all the help we can get because that midfield doesn't look too good and that will tie into us talking about um what Manchester United need to compete as well but yeah for people like oh Flores you have a Bruno agenda that's how you know I don't because I'm here saying even though I don't rate him as a player I have no issue with him 
being captain because it's the least of the worries about how about you just perform out that's all yeah, it is. Yeah. what are you saying about bruno being captain absolutely respect the words that you say regarding and your opinion on bruno fernandez but again I'm happy that Bruno Fernandes is the captain. It's inevitable. It was always going to happen. I don't think there was anyone else that's going to be in consideration of captain because I think I think if people are probably saying Casemiro, but we have to understand that there's a language barrier with Casemiro. Yes, Antonio Valencia was Manchester United captain, but he was captain in our least successful period at that moment there. And I think language, knowing the language, always plays an important part when you're captain as well, because how are you going to trans transfer and translate all the information from the manager's words and the way we want to play to the players if you don't speak the same common language? And with Bruno being Portuguese and probably fluent in Italian, fluent in Portuguese, fluent in English, and probably fluent in Spanish because there's a similarity between Spanish and Portuguese, then it helps because you, you know Manchester is half, well, British and half what South American, in my opinion, you know, with a lot of Spanish and Portuguese pl speaking players in our squad. So it gives that balance. And with Bruno being a captain of sporting, him being a leader himself, it was always going to be Bruno. The only thing I look at Bruno is now is that all eyes is on you. You are the captain of this club. You're the captain of this ship. So you must perform, you know, because back then, you know, we... We understood that you was the vice captain, so you can have your off days, you know. But now you are the official captain. You have to perform to the level that we want you to perform, which is being consistent with your your display in terms of passing the ball from the back, not losing the ball. Yes, you can moan as much as you like, but you need to perform at the end of the day. So let's hope that happens, man. But it, it was always going to be Bruno. Second person I would have thought of would probably would have probably been Casemiro or mm. or Alessandro Martinez. But that's just not going to happen from when we complain about Maguire becoming captain after six months into the into the club. You wouldn't expect someone that's just been here for one season to take the captaincy on bad. It shouldn't happen like that at Manchester United. Manchester United, we're a well-structured club, you know, or we should be a well-structured club. We're not a West Ham where you just <laughs> buy a player and he becomes the captain because you sweeten the deal so he can come to the club. You know what I'm saying, Flawless? Hey, what man should I? We've got establishment. We should be having an organisation. We should be organised, you know, in terms of this captaincy. Don't just go to anyone that just comes in and say, you know what? you got leadership. You will be the captain now. No. You come into a club, the captain's already been there, established. You don't just become captain just like that. So, yeah, man, I'm happy with Bruno. I can ride with that. But Bruno needs to step up his performance, boy, because you're the captain now. And if you don't perform... You know, we're going to get on to you because you are the leader. Everything goes through the leader. You know, it goes through the management. Any mistakes? Flores, you're with me, right? Because you froze for a second. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. Well, you're the challenge. Okay, because I thought you saw something. Nah, you didn't that's like. me. No, no, no. That's me listening, fam. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. That was me listening. paying attention to what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. but, but nah, I appreciate you like, like a up. buzzer still. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I, I move a case. I move a little bit just so you don't think that the connection's gone. I was just paying attention to what you were saying. That's all. Yeah, I was locking in. Saw, yeah, locking into that comment because I, all I was saying is all eyes on Bruno Fernandez when he's captain. You know, and I know he'll be an excellent captain. We had a uh... hey, hey. I ain't saying mm -hmm. that. That's the, I ain't saying all that. <laughs> We've had we've had success under him. We've okay, so let me ask you because people, people say a I'm unfair, it's unfair mm -hmm. on him. 
You're not. Can, can, I, can I now, is it, is it fair of me and others mm-hmm. to now expect even even better performance or performances of him because he is now captain? Can we expect more from him? You should be expecting more from him without even him being captain because he's a Manchester United player. Oh, and he's a, I get that, but absolutely. I'm saying now we've added the captaptaincy. Should we expect more from the yes. Manchester United captain? Yes, right. yes. Because yes. leaders need to lead. People, because when the season starts, yes. I want to hear when 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 we like are performing poorly mm-hmm. as a unit, and it won't mm-hmm. happen in games mm-hmm. where we, we perform poorly in the unit. I don't mm-hmm. want the excuse to be, or oh, everyone else has been terrible. Because mm-hmm. he's yeah. now Manchester United captain, so you're supposed to stand out. Absolutely, and just like out, right, and you're supposed to stand up even when the team's playing bad. So I don't want to yes. hear if we if we yes. play poorly as a team in a big game or even in a, not even in a big game against any team. I don't want to hear all oh, the team was shocking because you are mm-hmm. now captain. So mm-hmm. therefore, should we not hold you to Manchester United captain standing? Yeah, just right, like the way I, it's like we ought to be equal with the um, with the same energy with our own manager. Like this is his second season, and he's bringing his players now. So we need to have all eyes is on and jury is all eyes is on Ten Hag. Like regardless whether he's our guy, we love him or not, we're gonna treat him the same. This season, everything's on Ten Hag because this is supposed to be your team now. You got you got rid of your your former captain. You got a new captain. You're signing your players now. They're coming in. Your philosophy is about to be established. You've got the keeper that you want now. All eyes is on the captain now. So I'm expecting way more in terms of the football that we've seen from Ten Hag and consistency in terms of returning of goals. Creating t- and chances, our defensive out out um, output as well, in terms of cleaning, keeping more clean sheets and playing a better brand of football. It's all eyes on Tenag and all eyes on Bruno Fernandez as well. Just like all eyes on Sancho because he's his third season. We expect him to perform we'll to now. There's, that, well. there's no more excuses because all eyes on a lot of things when it comes to Manchester United. You know, even when we get our new owners, it's all eyes on the owners. Yeah, like 110 percent mm-hmm. is and you like in the chat continue to get your questions in i see them i'm starving the best questions don't worry mm-hmm. but if you want to make sure your comment question gets read out straight away then super chat people that will make sure that we get straight to your comment or your question but i see a lot of good conversation going on in the chat in between you lot well you lot talking between yourselves big up to rhino in the chat as well make sure you subscribe to rhino's channel one of the uh, mods please put rhino's channel mm-hmm. in the comment section as well he's been on here before You'll see him on here again as well. So shout out to Rhino every single time. Jesse says, who has a bigger point to prove between Sancho and Anthony? Sancho, but they both have their massive seasons for both of them. It's Sancho because he's been here longer, Mm -hmm. but it's huge seasons for both of them. Obviously, it depends on who you're talking to, but in regards to, I've already said, I no longer, I don't defend Sancho anymore. And I'm a fan, but Mm -hmm. I no longer defend him. Like you've had two seasons here. And you haven't performed well. And then people will say, and again, kind of like what I was talking about with Bruno standing up even when the team's performing poorly. Mm-hmm. People will say, oh, the, he had Oli, he had Ragnik. Yeah, they're not the best players to, best managers to perform under and you don't have the mm-hmm. best system. You don't have the best players mm-hmm. around you, but you can still perform better than what you did. Because we watch other players perform under Oli. We see Martial perform under Oli. We see Rashford perform under Oli. We see Bruno perform under Oli. We see Pogba perform under Oli. So, like, I'm not hearing that the whole... And, yeah, those players could have performed better with a better manager and a better system and better players around him. But I'm saying his performances would... You just gave us nothing. I even say him be world-class. I even say him be elite. I'm just saying be decent. He wasn't even that. He's not been. He's not had a good season in 
the, the, the two seasons he's been here is it all on him. No, but he has to take some responsibility because if he had performed well, we wouldn't be making them excuses for him. And this is Sancho I'm talking about. In regards to Anthony, I always give, like I've stated before, I always give new signings the first season, despite the price, despite... Yeah, despite the price, despite where where they where they've come from in regards to where Manchester United have signed them, where they play, who's around them, I'll always give you to me to write off a player for the first season. You gotta be awful, like I always mm-hmm. think. You gotta be given. You have to have dropped pretty much the entire season zero mm-hmm. out of tens, one out of tens, two out of tens for me to completely wash my hands and say you're awful. Like just be average, which I think Anthony was. I think when me and Eddie shout out to Eddie did the player ratings, mm-hmm. and Anthony got five. It was like a five or five and a half. So it was kind of like, okay, I seen enough to go. I will give you a second season. But he also needs to step up in terms of goals and assists and the eye test. Same with Sancho, goals and assists and the eye test. So for mm-hmm. me, Anthony, well, both of them big, massive seasons. What are you saying, fam? Yes. I'm in agreement with exactly what you just said there. Um, it's definitely both. More on the Sancho situation because he's been here for two seasons. I, I understand the first season you can give him the blight of Oli Ragnik, but the second season as well, you had the little situation in the middle of the season where you took some time off for personal reasons, and then and then towards the end of the season, kind of did well. But this is your first season; it's like you need to step up. If not, you get sold. We're at that stage now. I think our tolerance level has just probably had enough. It's always coming or hitting near the ceiling with Anthony as well. It's the it's the price tag. The fee, the 80 million that we spent, we've always spent on him. So we need to see a return of that money in the second season because while you've had the whole season to adapt to the Premier League, you understand the rhythm of the Premier League, you understand that players are very strong compared to the to, to the Eredivisie, and you, you need you understand that your timing needs to be right as well in terms of decision making. There's no playing around in the Premier League. So this season, whereas you've got a lot of doubts from last season, people saying that you're a flop, you're an average player. Just you're just a one-trick pony. You've got a lot to show, and mm-hmm. again, it's equal on both of them, but more so on Sancho, man. But Anthony as well needs to step up because we expect a lot from him, and especially playing on the right-hand side where he's had it all to his own. You know, no competition. You know, just no competition in that area on the right-hand side, apart from probably Bruno stepping in. So yeah, man, uh, it is what it is, man. Let's see, man. I'm hoping. As a Manchester United fan, we hope that they improve. And of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People get that mistake. And it's like, I mm-hmm. want all of these players that I criticise to shut me up and prove me wrong. Because then we'll have a phenomenal team if all our players are world-class. We'll win mm-hmm. everything. Or it gives us a great chance of winning everything. Yeah. And the reason why I'm so critical of these players is because I don't think they're good enough. The, the vast majority, like 95%, have mm-hmm. said this. I think I even squad players are just not good enough for where mm-hmm. we where, mm-hmm. where we are trying to go. And if people yeah. rate these players and then wonder why we're so far short, that's the mm-hmm. case. Why are we not favourites for anything? If all these players are that great, why are we not favourites for anything? Why are we not top two for anything? Why are we not top five? I say this also. Go to the... Bookmakers will determine that. General mm-hmm. con, general conversation and bookmakers will let you know where your, t- where your football team is at. It is. And to Brian, who says, so flawless look back, if you're given the first season a pass, Sancho's second season, he missed like half the season. You know why I don't like excuses like this, people? And Brian, my, my guy, but this is nonsense. Sancho played more games in the last season than he did his first season. Here, what yeah, I just he said, did. people. He played more matches last season than he did in the first season. So this whole thing of, oh, he missed half the season, he played, he had ample opportunity and played multiple matches 
to impact the games and showcase his skill set. So to be exact, people, this is Premier League. His first season, he played 29 games. His second season, he just just gone, he played 26 matches. In the first season overall, he played 38 matches. In the mm-hmm. second season overall, he played 41. Mm-hmm. So if you played 41 matches, you had more than enough time to impact games. You played 38 matches overall. If you're playing just under 30, well, you played 29 and 26. You're playing 25 plus games in the Premier League season. You are having ample time to impact games. And that's not act like Sancho's just getting like 10 minutes off the bench here and there. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're starting games or you're getting at least a half. Like it's rare we're not seeing like how many like Sancho gets enough game time. He just not he just didn't play well. That's just legit what it is. But people don't like that. But like let's 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 see what I'm saying. Let's not act. Let's let's not act like he hasn't had his fair opportunity. Yeah, yeah, Johnny, of course. Never, man. It's all conversation because I've never I will never and I'm glad you pointed this out, because I've never like this it's never disrespect. Because we're just talking football, so it's like it would never be. He says, also, I love conversations in these live streams as Flawless doesn't shame people for their opinions, even if he disagrees. Yeah, facts. I'll never shame. I always try to understand where someone's coming from. Because even if I disagree, I can learn something new. I'll be like, ah, that makes sense. I get where you're coming from with that. And 99.9% of the time, even when I disagree with someone, I can normally see where where they're coming from. They have to say something wild for me to go, I don't get it. It's like when someone says, oh, Bruno's world-class. It's like, I'm not just hearing that. I'm not. Oh, your mount can be, this is a great attacking outlet. It's like, no, all the numbers in the eye test say different. But over conversation, there's other things, the conversation I will, I will, I'll always have the conversation about. Because I'm willing to learn. I'm saying, because there's people who are just going to, who are going to be more knowledgeable than me on certain things. Definitely. Let's see what else you're not saying. Emma's going on to say he didn't need to make that statement, though. It brought more attention to it. Did players make all the statements before yeah, social that's, media? Yeah, that's, that's on Maguire. Yeah, they didn't have... outside. The reason why players couldn't make statements like before social media because they didn't have their own outlet like that. They would mm. have to sit down with a football club and do an interview, be in a press conference, or go to a newspaper, or go to a Sky Sports, or go to a BBC, for example, and have an interview and have a sit down where now that can break and Maguire can go straight to his phone and be like, (laughs) and say whatever type of thing. You can respond instantly. This is why you see players respond some of the time to like nonsense rumors. You'll Mm -hmm. see that where they say, oh, players set to leave such and such a club. Player will come out. This is, no, this is nonsense. Feel that's happening. Not so much at United, but I've seen that happen before with Mm -hmm. with other players at other clubs. I said, like, oh, such and such had a big fallout. And I, no, this is rubbish. There was no fallout type of thing. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. M says, Justin, Manchester United will send an opening offer, opening official proposal to Atalanta for Hoyland soon. Man United want to avoid any hijack from Paris San Germain. And that's from my Fabrizio Romano. Mm-hmm. So that's breaking. All right, thoughts on this. You know what's so funny, Flawless? You know, I've never seen this guy play, you know. I'll be very honest with you. I've never went to the YouTube and said, let me see what this, this hype is about. I just know that for the last two, three years, he's been moving from one club to another. And the fee keeps going up, so, which means he's impressing and improving as well. Um, I've seen a little clip of him having similarities in terms of um, similarity. When I say similarities, to Erling Haaland himself, I'm not saying that he's of that similar level or he's going to be the next Erling Haaland. I've seen the raw pace, the strength, the boost, strength, the 
carrying the ball forward and running to into spaces at pace and finishing it well. But again, I don't know because I I've always wanted to have an established number nine come in like the the Oshman or possibly a you know the Harry Kane if that ever happened. Not that I'm saying Harry Kane, more of the Oshman or Valovic or so, someone who is complete and established. Because at the end of the day, flawless. Do we have time to develop a striker, or we we're about serious business right now? Uh, we need to get serious. Not both, but you can have you can have a serious you can have. A striker performing who's also developing. So it's, it's yes, goals, but you want goals, them at that at that level high. already scoring twenty goals to twenty five goals, who can make an instant impact. And you just have to just add a little bit to his game to develop him. He That's might be what, that though. He's he might be, he might he might be that. He he might be that. Not in terms of the twenty twenty five mm -hmm. goals, because the reason why mm -hmm. I push back on that because we mm -hmm. had a striker who scored twenty twenty five goals from. Give me name shit. name that person. Cristiano Ronaldo. Did he not get 26 goals in that season? Bro, he, he, you're talking about a finished striker, bro. No, but was... you don't know. But you fam, you said goals. Mm -hmm. Did he not score goals? Four goals. No, no, no. The first season. He was the first the season, yeah. Scorer. Did he not yeah, get yeah. Was it 16 goals in his first season? So I've been saying this. Just because you add goals to a team doesn't necessarily mean you improve. Because Ronaldo got goals and we were awful. So, yes. Hoyland, I would I would want him to get more than nine goals and I would expect him to get more than nine goals. However, mm -hmm. it's much mm -hmm. more than just goals. Yes, because I don't about... want to be out there with well, no, 10 men. No, that's thing. Yeah, where, where you, you're just offering goals. Mm -hmm. And I just don't want it to the point, sorry go to on. cut you off, where yeah, go on. you're a goal scorer mm -hmm. and when you don't score, you're just like playing with 10 men. That's when oh, we no, have the captain. I, I, I'm not asking for Lukaku. I'm asking yeah, for yeah. an instrument. Someone that can get involved in the I game. You get me? Right, Sets right, up yeah. play, creates chances, finishes it as well, gets there. Overall, complete forward. That's what we're asking for. Yeah. But just that I feel like at the moment now, Manchester United to go to the next level. And the next level is to find a striker who's already at that level, but can add so much more to his game. Hoysland is young. He's still a raw talent at the end of the day. Oh, do we really want a raw talent right now? Or we want someone that can come in and do the job and plus more, not just tap it in. Mm -hmm. I'm both. But you want what? You want an established striker, and then you want and Hoyland to develop. Well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want. I've said for the longest that I, I want mm -hmm. both. But Hoyland is definitely Absolutely. a step in the right direction because mm -hmm. he's better than what we have. Yeah, yeah. You know and we don't have a striker. We don't have one. Exactly. We don't have so a striker. He's definitely better mm -hmm. than what he has. You really know how I feel if we end up having Rashford up front. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be stressed. I'm not trying to see Rashford up top. Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not trying mm -hmm. to see Rashford. So yeah, no. Let's see how it goes, man. Because again, the talent is big, and I trust my manager and flawless. You trust the manager, and the guys Absolutely. who are watching, they trust Eric Ten Hag, and he has fine taste in footballing talents and players. So he knows exactly what he can bring to the to us. So again, I will trust him if he wants Hoysland, but he must get Hoysland and someone else because there's no way I can go another season with a striker being injured, and we have to play Rashford up front. Mm -hmm. And we're stressed again because you know how Rashford is up front with his back to goal as well. We definitely, we definitely, yeah, we definitely need another mm -hmm. striker, hundred percent. Mm -hmm. Because even if we were to sign a senior striker, like you mentioned, Oshman, mm -hmm. we'll use him mm -hmm. as the example. Mm -hmm. If we sign Oshman, I'd still be saying the same thing: go and get another striker. We can't just have one. That's a terrible exactly. idea. Terrible. Go, carry on, carry on. We've been there last season, Weghorst, and then Rashford, and then no one else, mm -hmm. and then with false nine, Ericsson. Or Bruno as a false night. We don't want that. We don't want to be in a situation like that. You know, and knowing that Marshall's never going to really be fit, we need another striker. I can't 
flawless. I can't go a season even with signing striker and stick with that one striker. I can't, yeah, we can't go anymore. one striker. They shouldn't. We I should never anywhere Stress. just have mm-hmm. one player for mm-hmm. any position mm-hmm. on the pitch. Mm-hmm. There's no way we should have one player, whether that's like I said, a striker, whether that's any any position, a winger, attacking midfielder, defensive mm-hmm. midfielder, fullback, a centre back, a goalkeeper. There's no way we should just have one player for that position. We should have bare minimum two. Barest minimum. Two. So like with the Hoyland, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan. I like the idea of Hoyland just because of the mm-hmm. profile. I've mm-hmm. said this. Adding the profile, number one. Number two, I trust Ten Hag as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm not worried about his goals because any striker who is established in Europe, it's going to cost the arm and the leg. You ain't getting no, you ain't getting no established striker for cheap. No. Apart from mm-hmm. Ivan Tony. Mm-hmm. That's the only striker I could see. And obviously he wouldn't be available until January, but he's the only established striker we can get. Who is not gonna cost hundred north of a hundred million? Because look at the pool you're talking about. You mentioned Oshin. That's Napoli. He's north of a hundred million. Harry yeah. Kane, north of a hundred million. Who else are we talking about? How many? Vlahovic. He's gonna be. He's gonna cost a lot. Yeah. You got man like Kolo mm-hmm. Mwani, who ain't even Mwani. established mm-hmm. who are cost who are costing a lot. He's nowhere near established. I hear you about goals because that's what I've said. And when we talk about what we need to compete, I mentioned mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. I think the the criticism of Hoyland and not getting goals is unfair mm-hmm. considering he's twenty one. No, I'm not. I'm not on him about the goals. Yeah. I just, I just want, I just want to. No, you because people mention get. it a lot. I've seen mm-hmm. it. People are like, oh, you only got nine goals. You only got nine goals. You only got nine goals, and it's kind of like mm-hmm. he plays for Atalanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If let's say hypothetically he got 25 goals for Atalanta, they're asking for what 60 70 million now. If mm-hmm. he scored 25 goals for Atalanta in Serie A, how much do you think they would be asking for? It's at least 100, they're asking north of 100 million. If you got 20 mm-hmm. goals for them, so that's why I'm not too fussed. It's like go and get someone who can develop. Because mm-hmm. we ain't, we ain't, let's call this made this made. We're not ready to win now anyway. We're let's not, go there. But well, we need to like, build there. You, but people, mm-hmm. yeah, we need to build there. And that's a part of the building blocks. People act like, oh, you put Harry Kane in this team. And all of a sudden, we Premier League champions. This is not Van Persie. Mm-hmm. We're not, what, see, this, whoever the striker is, is not walking into what Van Persie walked into. Like that's not the, it's not the same thing. It's not Sir Alex Ferguson. It's not. There's no Rooney here. Skulls and Carrick, Rio and Vidic was there, right? We don't have mm-hmm. them players, people. Mm-hmm. We don't have them. Van der Sar was there still. Patrice Evra was there still. We don't have that caliber of player. We really don't. Like, I think people don't realize where we're at. And I don't know, you know, actually, I do know what it is. It's the feel-good factor because we haven't watched Manchester United play for a few months. So people forget how bad this team actually is. And when I say that, people, I'm talking about from an individual standpoint, not mm-hmm. as a collective, mm-hmm. because we have mm-hmm. a competent manager who can put, mm-hmm. the, who can give the team a tactical game plan to, him, to, to improve the team and get results. But in terms of, let's not act like this team is brilliant, people. Defensively cool, like yeah, Onana cool. We'll get to it because people keep trying to shit on Onana already, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I don't rival fan, so we'll, we'll get to that. Like, like goalkeepers don't make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, facts. Like mm-hmm. goalkeepers don't. Like Allison's not the best goalkeeper in the Premier mm-hmm. League, and we've not seen him make mistakes. But a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. It's about limiting the mistakes. We got Martinez, we got Varane, we got Casemiro. Cool, mm-hmm. three quality players. Mm-hmm. Rashford did the business last season. That's it, people. 
Everyone else we either have is unproven, not good enough, or needs to step up. Mm. Like people talk about us compete. Where are the goals coming from? Let's say Hoyland was a 20, or we do sign a 25 goal a season, man. I'd still be sat here saying we need more goals. Because guess what? It would go from relying on just Rashford. We'll use Usherman because you said Usherman. Mm-hmm. So Rashford and Usherman. Mm-hmm. So we just relied on two people. Because no I'm one else is scoring no goals. I'm going to rely more than one. More than two. But when at least three or four at, players. At Manchester City, there's ample people who get goals. Mm. When you look at Liverpool, there's ample people. When they had their successful period, there was ample mm. people who got goals. But they had two wingers. Well, not ample people, but they had two wingers playing at such a high level and getting goals. And Firmino chipped in as well. And I'm sure their midfielders did as well. I'm sure Trent did as well, if you go and check their numbers in their successful seasons. I'm sure scoring goals wasn't a problem for them. Creating chances wasn't a problem for them, especially with Firmino in that and the two fullbacks, etc. So it's like, we are far away. And Jesse says, are y'all content going into next season with the same fullbacks? In an ideal world, no. I've said I want two new fullbacks. Mm-hmm. I want a new right-back and I want a new left-back because I don't believe the fullbacks currently are good enough for where we're trying to go. Like, to repeat what we did last season, absolutely. You know why? Because they did it last season. So they can do it again. Well, if we're trying to kick on, we need more players. That's just me, though. But over 45 of you lot in the building, big up. We're at 27 likes, though. Let's bump up the likes, man. At 27 likes, like, check, one, two, one, two, like, check, one, two, one, two. Let's get us up to 40 likes, people. Let's hit the subscribe button as well people and make sure you subscribe to Ivorian's channel but literally I'm the, the laptop's playing up a little bit but I'm going to add Ivorian's link to the channel as I mean link to his channel into the title as well or go to this as well I don't think we've discussed this or we have but it's been brief uh, this has just been uh, Fiorentina's Amrabat has been, has been handed some extra days uh, of break I'd missed interest from Manchester United reports many outlets in Italy and that's from at underscore GIF and mm-hmm. on Twitter, big up to M. Thoughts on this, Amrabat? Amrabat, World Cup, decent player. You know, I confused him for his brother. You know, people, I didn't know he had a brother that had that because I thought his brother played in the Premier League for for Watford or etc. But it's that was his brother, and I thought Sophia and Amrabat actually played in the Premier League, but it's not. But from what I've seen in the World Cup, good midfielder, and we need someone that can come in and step into the shoes of Casemiro. And, and if that means, and, and as well, going for him as well allows us to get rid of players like Fred, you know, free up the space, maybe Fred or McTominay, whichever one you guys want to get rid of. Actually, McTominay first. But yeah, I think he'll be a good guy in, in the midfield and especially the fact that he's good on his feet. He can distribute well as well and he's solid as well. So it's a good it's a good fit for Manchester United. But what does this news mean regarding giving extra days Um amid interest from Manchester United, it might not be that, you know, it might be personal reasons, you know, his, his wife could be having a child. So I don't take these news, and these little news, like, seriously. We'll see what happens with Manchester United, because I feel like, uh, Flawless, that Manchester United, once they sign or agree terms regarding, once they sign Onana and agree terms with Hoysland, they will definitely have to sell somebody in order to complete that signing of Sophia and Amrabat. I don't know what the bank book bank books are saying, but yeah, I feel like they have to sell before we get to that stage of getting Sophia and Amrabat. But it's a good player, man. And we should be looking at that. It's a, it's, it's a uh, decent yeah, fee. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a steal at that price as well, under, 30, under 40 million. I won't say no, man. We need to reinforce our midfields. 
or it reinforce the squad bench or whatever it is that he'll come into. But I still feel like he's going to have a part to play in in the season that's coming. And it'll be a great signing for Manchester United, man. They got to Tenog if he gets this out because it's one of those signings that you need. You know, it's not he's not a well known player. But of course, he will do the job, you know, he'll do the simple job. He would not complain, you know, he'll be happy to be a part of the team and play when he needs to be called upon. So, yeah, those players there make a difference, you know. Some people never appreciate the fact that when you had a player like John O'Shea and Darren Fletcher, what they did for the team, even though you had a midfielder of Paul Scholes and Roy King. But those guys did the job that needed to be done. And that's how I see Amrabat. Those guys that can come in and when it's, it's, you tell them, that you see that game against Chelsea in two weeks' time, you're playing. Get your mind ready. And that's what Ferguson used to do, you know. Mm. You'll tell certain players like Phil Jones, you know, those Darren Fletcher, you're not playing this week, but the game that you're playing is the semi-finals against Chelsea. I want you to be ready. Be on it. Yeah. And that player, for the next two weeks, all he's thinking about is Chelsea, bro. Mm-hmm. And he works on that. So, yeah, players like that will have impact on Manchester United, man. No, you know that. me, I don't like players with too much egos, man. I like players who are home-bodied and know exactly what they need to do and not have that ego about them. Like, they're thinking they're the best when they're not the best. No, no, mm-hmm. facts. I fully agree with what you're saying, fam. I remember I've spoken on it before, spoken on it again. It makes sense for the style we're trying to play, the attributes he has in terms of, like, he's mobile, energetic. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's the style that we're going with. He's also technically good as well got that dog in him he's a good backup to Casemiro and he's also someone who can play alongside Casemiro as well oh, he can give us he can give us yeah he's, I think he's good enough to start he gives us that defensive stability alongside of Casemiro as well like him and Cass in front of a back four I trust that going away from home and that's another option for Ten Hag to have he's a, that's another weapon in his arsenal and that's mm-hmm. what you want the manager to have is many options and the price point we're talking about he's experienced as well I'm all for that I'm all for that. And David says here, 35 million for Maguire is fair because Deli Ali went for big money when he was lower on confidence than Maguire is right mm-hmm. now. People need to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. People need to stop pinpointing one deal and then <laughs> saying, hi, right, well, we should get this because of that one deal for such and such, when you can do that with any deal. So you can take someone who's a bad deal for a, for a bad... You can take a player move, a bad player moving for big money and then you is that. If we use Kai Havertz for everything, every player would. All right, Hoyland's better than Kai Havertz. So, mm-hmm. therefore, Kai Havertz went for 65 million. So, Hoyland's 80. I think mo- I think all the players we've been linked to are better than Kai Havertz. Amrabat mm-hmm. is better than Kai Havertz. So, therefore, of that sense, Amra- Fiorentina can say, if Fiorentina did this, Fiorentina could look and go, right, Amrabat's a better midfielder than Kai Havertz. And he went for 65 M. So, guess what? We won 90. If they wanted 90 for him, me, Ivorian, and the vast majority of Manchester United fans yeah. would say walk away from the deal because he's not worth 90 million. So let's stop pinpointing one deal. And let's talk about Harry Maguire as Harry Maguire. Mm-hmm. He's been here three years, I think. Was it 2019, 2020? How long has he been here? He's been here for, I believe, almost four seasons, yeah? It's almost four. Well, so four years, Three, four seasons. Mm-hmm. The chat will let me know whether it's three or four Remember, Oli did three years with us, bro. He hasn't, had a, he hasn't had a good season. Mm-hmm. So therefore, how are we commanding a big fee? Because mm-hmm. if Maguire had performed, hadn't had a good season at, at Liverpool, Arsenal or Chelsea, and we were trying to sign him, two things would happen. One, our fan base would be extremely unhappy. And two, would be extremely unhappy about the price. This is why I was unhappy about Mount. 
and Mounts performed. Mounts had a better season more recently than Harry Maguire. And I even want to spend the 60 M's on him. And what are we talking about? We've got to stop doing this, people. Because yeah. this logic makes no sense, pinpointing one bad deal. Because like I said, well, use Kai Havertz then. All the players we've been linked to are better than Kai Havertz. Kolo Mwani yeah. is a better player than Kai Havertz. So therefore, what... Um, I can't remember what team he's at. He's like, I can't remember his club team. But they should mm-hmm. ask for 100 M's then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and what we talk about, then we can use a cheap, then we can use it on the flip side and go, well, such and such was a good player and he was cheap. So I then he should be less than that. Casemiro was what? 40 M's? Was Casemiro? Casemiro? What? Okay, to none, us? Yeah, yeah, 60? to us. Yeah, yeah. 60, 60 M's. 60, all right. 60 million. None of these players we've been linked to are better than Casemiro. So mm-hmm. therefore, they should all be under 60 M's then. Mount and Casemiro were nowhere near the same in terms of quality, but they were the same price. So therefore, we should have paid 20 million for Mount. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing here, man? Yeah, but like, you know that makes yeah. no sense, people. I know, that don't make sense. Go on. If, but again, I'm back to it, man. I'm thinking it's going to be very difficult to sell to sell this guy, man. I think I feel like every every club is running away from buying Maguire like the way every man runs away from Omar Little from the wire. You know, as soon as you see. Omar, everyone, all the men are running away. If I feel like it, every, all football clubs are saying Maguire is here, run. It's gonna be hard, flawless man. I don't see it, man. I see it as us getting rid of him by just that contract needs to be cancelled. Are you buying no. Maguire for twenty million? No, I'd just cancel the contract personally. That's what I would do. From a if you, if you, if you told me, I'll give you Maguire for your packet of Chris. I'm going to tell you, you know what? I'm kind of hungry. I'm going to keep my pack here, Chris. You can keep Maguire, bro. Because he's just not worth anything. I, I would not I swap it for a pack here, Chris, bro. <laughs> Jesse like the wire reference. Yeah, I got the wire reference. It was yeah. good. The wire reference was good. Mm-hmm. It was a good reference. Trust it me, is. Uh, Joe here like says, Maguire is a decent player. He's a clown for United, but he's just got weak mentality. 30 million is fair for someone who's proved what they can do. Leicester in a less pressure environment. That's all well and good, but that don't mean nothing because we wouldn't sign a player who had th- who's had not had a good season in three years and be happy about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't. No. We wouldn't sign a player for that. If Maguire had performed elsewhere the way he's performed for us, who cares what you did at Leicester? This is the same shit people do, ironically, with Kai Havertz. Oh, look at him at Leverkusen. Forget mm-hmm. what he did at Leverkusen. What have you done recently? This is your resume and mm-hmm. you've been shocking because I'd Maguire had been good here and we were trying to sell him, then we would want a big fee. If he had performed exceptionally well the entire times he's been here, we'd be looking for that 80 mil back or looking for at least 60, 50, 60 million. He's not performed well. How are we expecting good money for players who have not performed well, people? It doesn't make sense. Take your Manchester United bias aside. He's not performed well for almost half a decade, people. We're closing in on almost half a decade. He's not performed well. You sh- cannot command a big fee for him. That just doesn't make sense. You wouldn't hire. If any of us owned the business right now and we was mm-hmm. hiring people, we would mm-hmm. not hire anybody who hadn't performed well in their previous role for the for almost three years or four years. And you was doing the same job. None of us are doing that. What are we talking about? I really don't get it. Take the biasness aside from it. Look at it from the buying um, the buying team's perspective. I look mm-hmm. at it like I always say: there's an A side and a B side to negotiation. As much as Manchester United fans don't like it, when it comes to selling Maguire, we're the B side. Yep, we're the B side of any we're, negotiation. We're at a disadvantage, you know that, right? Yes, we're not the person in power. Facts. 
Now, on the flip side, if we were selling Casemiro, for example, guess mm-hmm. who's the A side of that conversation? Us, because Casemiro has performed to a level. I'm saying he performed to a level this season here and when he was at Madrid, he has previous of performing well. Martinez last season performed to a high level. If we were to sell Rashford last season, he performed to a high level. Mm-hmm. So therefore, mm-hmm. you have more of a bargaining chip. Well, look at what he did. And what we thought, there's a reason we all want Maguire out. out. Like, it yeah. makes no sense. And people really do be saying anything because Jez even said, where is it? Let me get to this. Hold up. Jez even said here, what was it? One second. Well, basically, he said, right, he sold Delhi Ali for 10 million, so he waving big money, but we move. But we move. Let's see mm-hmm. what else you lot are saying in the chat. Yeah, uh, but, and also, as we as we are live, flawless, um, Andre Onana has said goodbye to the Inter fans and finally announced his move to Manchester United by sending a post on his Twitter or Instagram account. Um, on the internet, let me just quickly just share my screen with you so we can all have a look and read to that before bang share screen. There we have it there, flawless. As you can see there, it says Andrea Nano. First of all, the first off is in Italian, but I read the English part. It said I I've never imagined that a farewell would be so hard. A year ago, I came, I became a, a Nasoro. Is actually Rosoro? How do they pronounce these things? No that's the nickname. That's their nickname for being into player. Yeah, many people told me that this club and the city had special something special. Now I can confirm it. In my first days as a Nero Soro, I realized that this is a family that being into resty, you know, is the way of understanding life. I think that's what they call Italian players. I fell in love with San Siro, La Cueva, and the city. Now the circumstances are right for me to start a new journey in Manchester, guys. So it's not a lie. He's coming here. I'll do it with great enthusiasm, but knowing that I will miss you. Eternal gratitude to all the interesting. You make this club great. Maybe one day I'll path will cross again. But now it's time to face a new challenge and cheer you on from afar. Play Obviously, he says players come and go. I don't know what the rest is saying, but hey, he's has released that statement, and it's confirming that flawless that he's joining us. Yeah, man, that's why I the told everyone just closer. relax. Mm-hmm. Everybody relax. Great signing. Relax. Mm-hmm. Over the moon about it. Um, that's pretty much my thoughts on it. Like I've given my thoughts on it many times before, and that's what it is—a big step in the right direction. The hair gun online in your thoughts on it, though, fam. Oh, the hair gone. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not the hair gone. No, no. not in the situation. No. Oh, no, no, signing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just on to the... clarify, Maguire's been here four years, people. But we'll get back yeah, to that in a sec. Go on, carry on. Thoughts on yeah. what, the Anana situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what can I say, man? I've, I've accomplished keeper. Mm-hmm. What is there to say about Onana? Apart from the odd mm-hmm. mistakes that he's made, you know, like normal keepers will make, you know, I hear that. You know, it's just the concentration level is not the best, but he's matured as a player at Inter. I know he's made some horrible mistakes as well. Yeah, I'll continue going on, Ray. I know that he's made a bit of some horrible mistakes while playing for Inter last season, but it's about what he brings to to our footballing team, the game itself, um, unlocking a new way of a Manchester United to play. And we've all known that Manchester United need to get a keeper that can play from the back. And if you look at all the other goalkeepers that we've been linked to, especially that someone like Diogo Costa, where they quoted at least 80 million to, or 70 million pounds for a goalkeeper playing for Porto, which you probably think that's ridiculous. 
and as well, he also makes mistakes as well. So all goalkeepers make mistakes. But knowing that we're going to get a player that unlocks a new level for us to play and allows us to play that that 4 3 3 someone and build from the back. I'm 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 happy. I'm happy. And guys, even Allison coming from I think Roma also made mistakes there. Edison made horrible mistakes as well. Deheer makes mistakes. Hugo Lloris makes mistakes. All goalkeepers make mistakes. But knowing exactly what this guy will bring to our team and being press resistant as well and be being able to beat the press as well when teams who are known for being a pressing team fail and struggle against him because why he can find that pass and he makes it simple, but sometimes he doesn't overdo it. But having a goalkeeper like that, it means so much for Manchester United. You know, having a goalkeeper that can just find those passes where, especially in big games where it's tight and it's all about margins and fine linings and everything, it's great. And it'll probably put us at an advantage. And you look at someone like Pep that said, oh, oh no, no, this guy, he can always beat the press. You can't press on him. You can't do it. There's no point. You know, you have to respect that. You have to respect the great man like Pep telling you that this is the keeper that is hard to be to press him because you'll find a way. You can probably pass it around you. You're right in front of him. One or two touches, scoops the ball all over your head. Accurate pinpoint passes. I've never seen a manager clap their hands when they see a goalkeeper do something sensational that I've seen with Inter as Milan's cap, um, manager. The guy is was in awe, and you normally goalkeepers don't keep you in awe. You know, the man's clapping him like he's done a 360 turn, flip flap, Ronaldinho skill, and the fans are going, ooh. He was clapping like it was that kind of situation. And that's a goalkeeper. So, yeah, big up to that, man. I'm happy, man. I'm happy, man. It's it's about time, you know. And guess what, guys? It looks like Manchester United will have two black goalkeepers. And when do you ever get to see that, bro? For me? <laughs> no, 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 I'm wild. I'm wild. But it's, it's, it's nice to see that for a man like me, with my skin colour, to see Manchester United with two Black goalkeepers, it's nice. We're coming up in the world. Right? Yeah, we're coming up in the world, man. We're coming from far, you know. Get me. This <laughs> guy joke, man. Uh, let's yeah, see. RJ, we don't need to say the black powers. We don't. Like, we got yeah. white audience up in here, bro. But, and um, <laughs> to, to Tashi said, "Oh, Nana's gonna make at least ten mistakes, which leads in this first season, which leads to a goal. Expects craziness from now on. Mm-hmm. How's this different? Wait, I just want to say, how's this different from the hell?" The but he made 20, 30 mistakes. He made more mistakes. That's why I don't understand. Like. <laughs> but hey, oh, hey, big up for the comment, I suppose. But yeah, uh, just, I just thought I pulled that one up. And in regards to I, this, I don't really understand. Yeah, like voice of reason, you really be the voice of reason in the chat. It said, if you bought a failing business, you wouldn't pay the same money as a thriving one. Well, I don't mm-hmm. get why people don't understand this logic. Mm-hmm. And people still out here defending mm-hmm. Maguire. Mm-hmm. Maguire's not played well. Like, what are we talking about? He's not played well for Manchester United. Like, remove Manchester United out of the question. Maguire hasn't been terrible. He only seems terrible because he's not good enough for Manchester United. No, he seems terrible because he's performed terrible. What are we doing, man? How are we still got people defending Maguire? Like, what are we talking about? What are we doing? He's not performed well. Like, there's no way, there's no way of getting around it. You can make all the excuses we want. Oh, it's because he plays for Manchester United. Oh, he plays well for England. Talking about his club form, he's been here four years and has been poor pretty much the entire time. Yeah, yes. That's like 80%, 90% he's been poor. He's been here poor. Career. He's not played well, which is poor at I the end of the day. I think he's on average. You know he's only, I think his only decent season was his first season, right? 
Yeah, and that was decent. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was eight, nine out of ten. He was four, six, five, six at best, which is what ironically we're criticizing Anthony for. Like people mm-hmm. will ask the question and be like, mm-hmm. what does Anthony need to do? Because he had a five. Like I think I gave him a five, five and a half time. And that's not good enough. If you're at Manchester United and you're starting week in, week, week in, week out, we need eights, nines, and tens. Mm-hmm. That's the level you have to be at. Martinez, mm-hmm. Varane, Casemiro, Rashford. If you're not performing at the level those four players performed that last season, forget about it. So what are we talking about? I don't get this defense of these players who have not performed well and not been good enough. He's been here almost half a decade. How much longer are we going to give him before we just, nah, he's not good enough. Move him on. Failed for four years and we want a big fee for him. Make that make sense. Someone name another player where that's happened. Where players perform poorly for four years and, and you get big money for What are we talking about? What are we on about? Let's see what's up. Um, let's see. Hey, before I actually I continue, large up, man. Over 65 of you like in the building. Exactly. Yo, likes is way too low, man. Only at 31 likes. Girls up to 50 likes, people. We were slow on the likes yesterday. Let's not make that two days in a row, people. Like check one, two, one, two. Let's bump up the likes on the video. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new because I know everybody here who's watching right now, much appreciated, hasn't hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the notification bell as well, people. And make sure you subscribe to Ivorian's channel, which I'm going to add the link in the title. You know, I did ask a lot of good questions. Uh, Jez here, we'll get to this one. I know Flawless has answers to this, but are you with the Mino uh, hype, Flawless? I mean, Ivorian. Oh, Kobe Mino. Yeah. I, I feel like um, he still needs... I think he needs a loan, first of all. I believe in his talent. He's given... He, he, do you know what's so funny? Ever like last two seasons when he first broke through in the academy, he's he was giving us that Paul Pogba vibes in terms of his skill sets and talent, isn't it? His, his technical ability, very strong on the ball as well. He just reminds you of a young, young Paul Pogba at the academy level. But I feel like he needs a loan, you know. I, I liked what I've seen in, in pre-season from him, but of course, we know that he's not at that level yet. And I've always said us Manchester United fans, we overhype our youngsters so much. Uh, we need to allow them to go to play in in, in a club where they can develop and get that mentality as well to play at the level that they need to play. I think he's an excellent talent, but I don't think he's ready yet to be playing for Manchester United's midfield as what first, second, third, or fourth choice. I think he's going to be far behind the pecking order because he's not ready. But he's gonna get, he's gonna get there. He's, he's gonna be a player. I think that's gonna develop and become a very good player. It's just that he needs the loan, whether it's the championship flawless or you or maybe a loan to the first division of, of a club in Europe, maybe in the top five, which will be good for him. That's what he needs right now. But we know that our midfield needs way more than what Kobe Mino is has at right now and what he's offering. Mm-hmm. Our midfield needs quality and strength in depth. And mm-hmm. players like you know, we've just mentioned the name of Amabat, who's at a higher level than Kobe Mino, but I know Mino's ceiling is high. You'll get there. You got players at Hannibal as well. Needs another loan, you know, because I don't think he's ready to play for the first team of Manchester United. But yeah, man, I like the talent that Mino is, and I, I know where he can go. But I think there's a lot of development in his game, and he needs that loan. And once he gets that loan, come back stronger. Well, I did see something stating that he's mm-hmm. gonna, he's not gonna go out on loan, and Ten Hag wants him to be a part of the first team and get minutes and get game what? time. 
Cool, but he I needs to give him. I can't remember where I seen it, but I did mm-hmm. see that. But I can't remember he needs to where. give him because last season, mm-hmm. where we've had problems in midfield, we didn't see much of Kobe Mino, but he was part of the first team. He came in the second half of the season, had a little games there, maybe a Carabao Cup match or an FA Cup match, you know, but he wasn't given a good amount of minutes. So let's see this season. If he wants to keep him, I'm not against that, but we know we need a bit more midfielders to come in. And then instead of trusting fully on Kobe Minor having a permanent stay in the in the Manchester United midfield ranking, so definitely like we'll see in it. Like we'll see but if he's willing to give him minutes. Let's see a lot of minutes be given to him. But if he's not, if it's if it's an FA Cup game there and there or a Carabao Cup there and then, then you're wasting you're wasting him. Let him develop elsewhere. No thanks. No, that's mm-hmm. fair. That's fair. I hear exactly what you're saying. Hey, big up to Kaneki as well. He says, I'm glad Bruno's captain flawless. Let, let this be the rope that, that uh, hangs him. No more stats, no more excuses. Now he's finally going to be in the light. Now no more hiding. That's true, Kaneki. That's why I'm, like I said, I genuinely hope he improves his game. Genuinely hope the extra responsibility and him being the official captain, like, helps him. And we see a better him. I'm saying, that's what I'm hoping for. Do I think it happens? Like I said before, no, but I would love to be proven wrong. Like I said, I'd love him to be as good as his stance is. Like every player at Manchester United, I want every player to be world-class, but like I've stated before, they're not. This is why we failed. But then when we fail, people want to blame all the players who are not good enough. People will talk about Fred and McTominay and Maguire and Lindelof and Wambasaka, mm-hmm. but not. And, and a Veghorst. Look how much stick Veghorst got. Mm-hmm. How come Veghorst got more stick than Bruno last season? I know. That should not, that should not happen. Veghorst. Just two million load signing. But hey, you know what I'm saying? Agendas, people. Flawless and Ivorian, do you see Ten Hag moving Sancho to the center, center, central attacking midfield position in some games as he thrived in that position at Dortmund? What do you think, my friends? Well, are, we, are we playing 4 3 That's what I was going to say. <clears throat> They're devil. Not anymore. If it was more the 4 2 3 1, I could see it happening. But because it seems we're going with a 4 3 3 with a 6 and 2 8, two eight I don't see Sancho playing in central attacking midfield. I believe in the first preseason friendly game, he used him as a false nine. Maybe that's a way forward. But that's why I also I don't think Sancho's form is going to improve because I don't think he's going to get an opportunity like that to improve his form. Like, and when I say that, not that he's not going to get game time, I just don't see him getting game time in a settled position somewhere. Like, where's he going to play? We now just mentioned it. Ivorian said it. Took the words right out of my mouth. We're going to play 2-8, so he's not going to play there. Rashford's going to play from the left. Anthony's going to play from the right. And we're going to sign a striker. Where does he play? Where does he play? He isn't, I don't think, I think he'll get less game time and less minutes than he did these past two seasons. He played 41 matches. This season just gone. 41 people. He played 30, I think it was 30 odd, the season, his first season. He's not getting game time at all. He's not. He, he's like, like, like When I say that, he's not getting game. I don't think he's getting that amount of game time. I don't think he's playing 40 matches next season. Even if we go all the way in all competitions, I don't think he'll get 40 matches. Like That's just me. 40, yeah, thoughts on this though, Ivory. Yeah, man. Do you know what, yeah? The only way I see him playing is either, it depends. If we are not loaning Ahmad and we're deciding to keep him, I can see Sancho probably failing down the pecking order against Ahmad because I think Ahmed tries, I think, I think because Ahmed's got the skill sets, the pace, and some of the power as well. Mm-hmm. And I think you'd be more, a bit more consistent than Sancho. 
because he, he goes for it. Sancho, I think it's, there's a mental, there's a mental aspect to this situation in the Premier League as well. Just not just the pace, the lack of pace and power. But if so, if if Armel was to go, maybe he's playing back up to Anthony because like, Ganacho's playing back up to Rashford or starting as well. Yeah, Diallo yeah. if he stays will be back up to Anthony. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's going to be difficult. It's only on the wings because no way we're doing this false nine with Sancho. No way, you know, as a second striker, no, no way. Like I can't do this. You know, we, he's already struggling to go past his players with strength as well and pace. So there's no way you can beat a play a defender like, for example, um, a a, um, a Garcia or Virgil Van Dijk. You know, or someone like Thiago Silva or something like that with his strength. He ain't doing it. He's gonna be mostly finding himself on the floor, picking himself up from the grass. So. That, there is no way I can see that happening if him playing a false stand up Keep front. From one mm-hmm. No, of course. No, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, definitely don't see it. But him playing as a CM, two eights. If we're playing, if we're playing the four three three formation, unless we're playing a, 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 a four and a six or, or an eight and a ten, you know, a more advanced midfielder who will occupy the attack advanced playmaker role where the other eight occupies the deep player um, playmaker role while the number six who plays defensive midfield position who also occupies a deep player deep playmaker role then deep line playmaker role sorry then yeah or the other six plays a roaming playmaker role then possibly you might see him in that position but that's if someone like Ericsson's not fit because I don't I see Ericsson Back in playing back up to either Bruno Fernandez or me, and if 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 and so we was to occupy, I mean, to deploy Sancho in that position, you probably need to play back up to Bruno Fernandez in a more advanced centre midfield role, which he will play the advanced playmaker role a bit forward. Unless we change formations, if we we're playing four two three one and we was going that, then you can probably see Sancho playing just behind a striker. But yeah, Sancho has a lot to prove, guys. And you guys know it as well. We all know it. It's whether he can demonstrate that and prove us wrong. And I'm hoping he'll do that, you know. We're all hoping that the guy will show us the Borussia Dortmund form that we, we always allude to. I hope he does that. But let's see, man. Let's see. But big up to everyone in the chat. Make sure you smash that like button, share across all social media platforms, as well as subscribe to the channel as well. As you can see, M said that um, Eric Ten Hag has been impressed with Johnny Evans during training sessions and remain open to keeping him in the squad this season. That's coming from Rob Dawson, ESPN. I want to know, you guys, guys, let me know your thoughts on Johnny Evans as well, because we saw him against Leon, not bad as well. Is he someone that you think Eric Ten Hag should look into, you know, signing permanently? The fact that we could be potentially losing. Eric Bay, which he's a gunner. He has not been included in the squad. And of course, Harry Maguire himself, that who has been told to pack his shit and go. But for some reason, he don't want to listen. He believes he can still do a thing here. Let's see with the Evans things. Because was you guys impressed when you saw Evans play for Manchester United? Or you just think, you know what? Listen, yeah, we've been there, done that. We need a proper defender. Because we just lost out on Kim Minje. If he was ever really truly interested in signing him and of course you know that we're, we're, we've phil jones has gone in fact we thank the gods we praise the lord on that one that phil jones is gone and 
open up the space and we'll see what happens with Raphael Varane. It's the number, whether it will change from 19 to probably four or possibly number five once Harry Maguire is gone. So you guys let me know what your thoughts on it is. Johnny Hill says, I think Evan is the only there for the preseason to try and motivate the youngsters and give them his knowledge as well. Um, Brian says, Evans was great on the ball, was was directing position. So, yeah, well, he played with the kids. He didn't. He looked 35. Yeah, he, he did well. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. He did well. Emma K also says that the thing is, Sancho is a good player to have. Like, he can play on both wings and then 10. But if we got an injury crisis, yeah, that's when we can probably deploy him in that position. If we got injury crisis, guys. Let me continue reading the news as well because there's so much so much so much going on man and guys you let me know as well of course i think i saw a news earlier on someone just said it in the chat as well yeah but that's holding i think i think i don't know if it's true or not apparently david De Gea, inter approached david De Gea to replace him for andre or none okay. he rejected yeah, that look, i look, think look someone said it did. someone someone said it yeah, up someone earlier in the say, chat someone did mm -hmm. say it. yeah yeah someone did say it. yeah someone m say m 5 57 p.m have to be precise, you know. Yeah, check it out. What was that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> David De Gea rejects offer to replace Andre Nana as Inter goalkeeper. Mm -hmm. That's coming from Duncan Castle as well. Whether, whether that's true, true or false, do you think that's true? Because I don't think Inter will look at him unless because it's Italian football. Maybe they don't yeah, need him. Maybe they just like, the yeah, the time for I'm a safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe he is a completely different profile for more sure. but maybe just look at him free. Mm -hmm. We can get him for. We could, you don't have to pay him extortionate wages. Maybe that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Yeah, I think I think in Syria you probably need a shot stopper more than a, a complete goalkeeper that can play what? from the back. Probably. Mm -hmm. In Syria. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe it's that. I'm big up to Eddie. Going back to the mm -hmm. Hoyland thing as well. Says we need mm -hmm. goals though. It's how you score goals that matters, and that's mm -hmm. that's my thing mm -hmm. with Hoyland. Is it's oh just any striker is not just come in and get goals, like get goals and do other things as well. And Jez says, playing devil's advocate, does Hoyland need to get 20 plus prem goals? I think when you have Rashford in a team who can score 15 plus, Hoyland can get 10 plus and then another winger chips in as well, it's okay. And that's what I'm on is the team. That's why I need mm -hmm. that striker to help improve Rashford. Can that strike? Rashford got 30 goals in all comps last season. Mm -hmm. So if a striker who can come in and help him, he could get 40. You got a striker who can assist, he can get 40. Maybe a new striker can help Anthony score more. A Ganacho get more. A Diallo get goals. Even a Bruno and a Mount to get more. Because we ain't got goals, people. I don't think people realise how bad yeah. our attack is. Yeah. It's not spoken about. The funny our thing about it, Flawless, yeah. I saw not us create good. so much chances, but we just don't finish our dinner. I see us create chances in certain games, but then mm -hmm. there's other games where we don't create nothing. Yeah, 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 I know. In certain <laughs> games where it's like, yo, have we even had a shot on target this time? <laughs> and there's games where we've had two shots on target. Me and Eddie will be doing watch along, shout mm -hmm. out as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, we've had mm -hmm. two shots on target the whole game. Yeah. People tell me we've got all these creators. Where? Where we'll create one clear cut chance in a game. Two clear cut chances in a game. And I understand multiple things add into that. One, the, the, the team you're playing against could be performing like be a very good defensive unit or or just playing well or both and two your players are having off days but i don't even think our players have too many off days we just don't have creativity like that i don't think we have creativity like that and i don't think we have goal scorers like that mm -hmm. we actually creative like that in our team all right i'll give you bruno rashford to an extent ganacho mm -hmm. who else 
Hell, nobody. nobody no no fullbacks. We don't really have a deep line playmaker like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like Casemiro does his thing, but he's like doing the defensive duties and moving the ball mm-hmm. up the pitch. Mm-hmm. Same with Martinez playing progressive passes through the line. That's mm-hmm. not creating, but that's helping us get into position to create. But who? You know what I'm saying? Like, who are these creators? Now, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, like... Well, let's hope yeah, next season that, we'll like, create a lot. Apparently, we created mm-hmm. the most chances in Europe. How true that is, I don't know. That's how I know these stats are fugazi as shit. Because if we created <laughs> the most chances in Europe, we're not the most creative team in the league. Are we even top? So we're not more creative than City. Are we more mm-hmm. creative than Arsenal? No. No. We're not, more creative we're, than Liverpool. Think of that. No. We're not creating clear-cut chances. Like, it's a struggle no. for Manchester United to create their chances. Well, we create chances, though, but it's not clear-cut. Yes, it's not clear cut. It's half chances. Mm-hmm. Look, you know what is created the most chances is if you, if you have a shot, that's classed as a created chance. So if I'm me and Ivorian are playing and I pass him the ball and he takes a shot from twenty five yards, that's classed as mm-hmm. like a chance created. But that doesn't mean I've been created. I could pass him. I could give him a five yard pass and then he shoots and it goes into Rose head. <laughs> if you do that one every game. If you do that once a game and you play 50 matches and I'm passing you the ball five yards, ah, that's that's 50 created chances. But you shot from 25 yards out each time. Away from home, chances were few and far between. Yeah, that's why away from sucks. Yeah, I know we didn't score a lot of goals away from home. Mm-hmm. But we didn't score a lot of goals in total. Yeah. So I got different than the best. Yeah, people, like, what do we need to compete? A hell of a lot. That's <laughs> what so we need to compete. Two strikers. I think we're two. Actually, I don't think it's a hell of a lot. That's too far. But I think we definitely need two strikers and two mid, two more midfielders and a I'm defender again and a fullback. Because uh, Flores, I keep saying it before, I'm not convinced with Luke Shaw playing as a left back here. Yeah? I he does the dynamic from him that it, it doesn't add up, man. I I don't see the Luke Shaw that's supposed to be going past the byline. He's a less centre back. He's going to replace Maguire, yeah, so that's why we need a new left back. You know, I know we've got um, we've got um, our young guy, what's his name, Alassio, coming through, but we need someone else, man, that can really do the job. No, seriously, he's replacing Harry Maguire, man, as less centre back, man. He does a good job there, so th- that's why I say we need one more defender in it because, of course, you've got you got Lindelof, you've got Luke Shaw. Actually, you know what? We'll be fine. Just get rid of Harry Maguire. We just need a new left back. And are you comfortable with having Dalo and now Wan Bissaka as, as our right back for next season? And then we probably address that the following season again. Are you? Yeah. Are you guys comfortable with that? I, I'm. I'm. I'm okay. But obviously, we know that we can always improve it in that area. But we know it's a process, and I don't think Manchester United will be signing more than five players this summer. Especially the fact that when you read the the ownerships, it's still dragging. And to Brian, who says our players don't get enough touches, that's why it seems like some players are terrible. Get more touches, then. Whose fault's that? That's the team thing. I'm not hearing this. Like these, these players, Brian, you overrate these players. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now you're defending Maguire. I'm saying Sancho. You mm-hmm. said some nonsense about Sancho earlier about oh he's not got enough game time this last season, which is lies because he played more than he did in his original season. These players are just not that good. They're not good, man. Like, that's what is in particular attacking players. Like, take Rashford out of the equation. Our attack is Chelsea's. Currently constructed. Take mm-hmm. Rashford out of the equation. We are Chelsea in terms of attack. And these are players I think are talented. I've defended Sancho in the past. 
I still defend Anthony now, but I think some of the criticism is over the top. Ganacho is 18. You know what I'm saying? LOL, bro. I rate every professional player they aren't bad. And see, that's where it lies. Because when you say every perfect, no, professional players are bad at certain levels. Of course, if you compare them to Sunday league players, of course they're going to be better. They're professionals. But they're bad for Manchester United. Of course, I'm talking about at Manchester United level. Because we're talking about Manchester United football club. So where else am I going to compare them to? Are we not aiming to go and win Premier Leagues and Champions Leagues? So we're going to compare players to those standards. If we compare them to Sunday League and Saturday League players, then of course they're better than them. That makes no sense. And this is what I'm talking about, people. All the excuses in the world for players who are just not good enough. All right, cool. Well, that's where I disagree. I don't think every player has a use at Manchester United. You do. No, you they don't, don't complain when these players no. fall short. They don't. They that's don't. a myth. Maguire has no use here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about McTominay has no use here. But hey, we move. Uh, Steven says, big up flawless. We need more depth in the midfield. I don't think Bruno is good enough for captain. Disagree with the latter in terms of you say good enough for captain. I don't. You have to explain that. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think captain is. I say it all the time. It don't really have an impact in terms of captain. Well, Flores, some some captains do have an impact. There are some captains who, who historically always had an impact. Yeah, like, for example, again, Steven Gerrard. Key word historically. Mm. I think mm. captaincy was more important then than it is now. I think we're in the most least mm-hmm. important captain era because mm-hmm. we're in we're not in the individual era where you put an individual player in and he makes an individual player can still make a world of difference but not as much because yeah. it's, it's such system based it's 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 it's, it's system based so it's kind of like i right, replace you can just replace like for like in terms of style and profile whereas mm-hmm. steven Gerrard, for instance you can't what he did for liverpool was incredible mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You dragged them through the mud. In that team, yeah, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. type of thing, and help them win trophies that they should not have won. And to Brian, who says, not as a Manchester United fan, but in football, yes. Yeah. So just to clarify, Brian, so we don't get this confused, I'm talking about Manchester United and being very specific. So don't tell me about players as footballers and, oh, they're not bad as a footballer. We're talking about at Manchester United Football Club. We're not talking about them as a professional footballer, just to clarify. I didn't think I'd have to clarify that, but I just cleared that up. So that's for anybody else as well. Let's see what else you're saying. Just to clarify, I don't think I'd have to clarify that that we're talking about the team that's in the, the sign above us. You know what I'm above saying? us, and he even says, "Man, that we play on what? Man, them United podcast." Yes, And to Jesse, you asked this: You guys think we win a Premier League before 2026? Too many variables. Ownership, for example, that could have a key factor. What other teams do? I can't. That's three years. A lot can happen in three years. A lot can happen. We could kick on. I'm saying if we have a good window, which we're having so far, and then kick on in 2024, who knows? But same if the Glazers stays, and we knows that, and then injuries and players breaking through and stuff like that. Like, there's so many things. Say we get another Rashford as player through the youth system. That can change everything. Say we sign another Casemiro. Well, then say we sign another Maguire. Like, there's so many variables with this. So I can't really answer if we're going to win a Premier League before 2026. I can't, but I, I I hear you, Jesse, man. Yeah. Kane ain't signing a new deal with Spurs. What are your thoughts? Shocked. I thought he would sign a new deal. <laughs> That's what I would say to this. And he's shocked. Um, oh, no. Yeah, but I don't think... Yeah, just shocked. That's all I can say on that for now. What are you saying? Bro, man. This guy should have not signed a new contract a long time ago, man. If, if the one that he signed before, 
You should have never signed it if you wanted to move on. Uh, know what? Yeah, with Harry Kane, I don't know. He might end up signing a new contract. You could probably saying that he might not sign a new deal, but just know him. I don't. Sometimes I look at him. I think do you have the ambition to, to, to be successful, to show your kids that you was a successful football player with the trophies that you've had, because you can't have this career and you've got nothing to you apart from the Audi Cup. It don't make no sense, man. And if you really are ambitious enough. This Bayern Munich talks, you should be all over it. Like, I don't understand how pundits as well disrespect the, the Bundesliga because Bayern Munich are all, all of a sudden interested in Harry Kane and it's all of a sudden it's a step down for his career. It's not a step down from his career. The guy played for Spurs. It's a step up to the to playing for a team that win trophies year in, year out and compete in the Champions League, you know, for, for the best honours in Europe. So, like... The disrespect on it just because you want him to be to break Alan Shearer's record, just because of that. And what does he achieve once he breaks Alan Shearer's record? You don't get a medal. You probably do get. A tr- I think you get a trophy. I'm sure you get something, but and it I doesn't mean think, anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I still think that like, Jez makes the point. He could still mm-hmm. sign a. a de- I still think he stays though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think, think he's, he's going to sign a one-year contract. I think he signs. I think yeah. he, I've said that from the jump. I think he signs an extension. That's why I was just shocked when Eddie said it. I didn't really have much more to say after mm-hmm. that in regards mm-hmm. to him not signing a new deal. I still think he'll sign a new deal. Still, that's what I think. Even Jez, Jez will probably tell you that um, Harry Kane going to Bayern Munich is a step up. Great for his career. He'll win trophies. Oh, yeah, facts. Like facts, 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 facts. But his partners think like he should supposed to remain in England because of what a record. A goalkeeper, bro. I didn't think you want to. You want to show your kids your medals. I don't want to be telling my son like Alan Shearer does. Oh, I won, I won Premier League, and now the highest goal scorer in the Premier in the Premier League. What else, Dad? Because your child's gonna say, "What else, Dad? Is that all, Dad?" You need to show that your career is is means something, and you can't just be here saying, "I won the Audi Cup, and I was the all time goal scorer in the Premier League, and I was Spurs." all-time goal scorer and I was England's all-time goal scorer. Where are the medals, daddy? That's what they'll be saying. Where are the trophies, daddy? Where are your armpits, daddy? I don't even know what your armpits looks like, daddy. You know what I mean? That's what the kids will be saying to them. Just don't know what Harry Kane's armpits look like. <laughs> he doesn't no, even know if there's hairs, you know? No, no, <laughs> you don't know if yeah. he's got a fade there or if he's skinless. You just don't know. You get me? But yeah, man, I don't think Harry Kane is ambitious because I will be knocking on Levy's door and say, you know what, I'm walking out. I'm not coming to training because I want this move, you know. Whether it's Manchester United or whether it's Bayern Munich, you need to move and win those trophies because you can't be who you are without not winning those trophies, bro, and have that on your name. Because Harry Kane, to me, I've always said this before, he's one of England's best strikers that they've ever had that's come out recently and done it. But he needs trophies. You know what I mean? No, yo, why chance, bro? You ain't seen you ain't seen your boy, your your guy's armpits, fam. You don't know what they look like. You don't know if he's got a fade. You don't even know if he's skinless. It's crazy just saying, hey, yo, pause after the pause yeah. he said on the Q&A <laughs> yesterday. He had a wild pause yesterday. Shout out, Jess. Hey, big up Stephen for the super chat, though. Much appreciated. said, hate me, but this is the truth. If the Glazers don't sell, we won't win the title. The team needs massive uh, rework and new world-class player in every department. Now, I hear you. I don't even... I don't even think you'll get hated for this. I think most people would agree with this in regards to Manchester United's having major successes dependent on that ownership. So if the Glazers do sell, I mean, don't sell, sorry, 
winning the title that makes that extremely that makes it even more tougher makes it extremely tough for that to happen but big up for the super chat and yeah the team does need massive rework 100% I agree with you Stephen without doubt and ideally yeah new world class I even want world class just bring me like mm-hmm. just good level great level like that's mm-hmm. what that is just better than what we have what are you saying I've already yeah no 100% with Stephen man Manchester United success in terms of going to the next level of the of this project depends definitely hugely depends on the takeover and look at us right now we're so disappointed flawless what's the date today today is the 20th of july when was the offer sell it's like december november we still haven't what 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 is there to talk about yeah it's always it was always like i said when people said because someone asked me i'll never forget it in the Mm -hmm. chat this was a few weeks ago i said oh are you worried about the takeover the deadlines passed and i said i said who set this deadline I said, who involved in the situation, who has serious power in the situation, yeah. can actually impact what's going on? Who came out and set this deadline? Did any of the Glazers come out and set a deadline? Did anybody involved no, in the Glazers set a didn't. deadline? Did anybody didn't. close to them? Yeah, so yeah. this was an imaginary deadline dreamt yeah. up by who? I don't know. And people ran with it. There's never been a deadline. There's been reports of deadlines reports people and this is why i always ask number one ask for sources whenever anyone says anything in the chat and two like i've said before there's very few people who know what's going on in regards to that ownership very few even someone who's close to the situation or can have people who's close to the situation and rio ferdinand got it wrong remember when he said somebody expect something nothing (laughs) popped up and nothing happened and that's someone who legit has people who could be close to the situation and know what's going in and have inside knowledge and he got it wrong. So therefore, if someone like Rio Ferdinand can get it wrong, don't you think journalists can get it wrong? Don't you yeah. think media platforms can get it wrong? So this is why I always say, people, stop letting social media and reporters get you in your feelings and get you emotional of these imaginary deadlines. Because when he asked me that, I was like, who set this deadline? Nobody ever came out. None of the Glazers ever said, yes, by the 1st of July, we will make a decision. That has never been said. There's not even been a statement from them. Sheikh Jassim said a few few words. Sir Jim Ratcliffe has said a few words. Other than that, that's it. So what are we talking about? That's why I'm like, and it was always going to take a significant period of time. People think yeah. this is just like, this is just quick and just going to happen. Yo, I was signing uh, up. It's, it's, I, I've used this before. I was mm-hmm. signing up for Amazon Prime. Free. Mm-hmm. The free trial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my bank prompted me and was like, yeah, you got to log in to, to confirm this. You free people. Yeah, so sure. if you're spending six billion, five, mm-hmm. six, seven billion to buy Manchester United Football Club, don't you think they are dotting every I and crossing every T and looking over everything in such a meticulous fashion? Yes, like but you the, are the only thing Manchester I United Football Club people. But yeah, go on. Yes, dotting, dropping every I, every T. But they're not announcing who is the winning bidder, so you can start commencing the process, you know. And, and we know the we process know will take time. The process know. is the what will take time. Once you've announced the winner, it will take time to buy that club. It will take a couple of weeks or months. But you haven't even got there yet, and that's why I think that's the frustration of all fans. It's like, bro, I understand the frustrating part. I get that. Start, I get start that the process. How long? How long do you? How many bids do you need until you're satisfied? You know, if I'm offering you five bid and I said, you know what, yeah, because you destroyed this club and you and you put it in heavily in depth and we need to review invest, 
I'm just gonna use that extra one billion to you know reinvest the club. Technically, I'm giving you six billion, but I'm clearing your debt for you. Take it, man. What's there? What's there to negotiate? What's there to be upset about? But again, that's why I think the Manchester United fans' frustration, including my frustration, is that, that. we're in July and you haven't even announced a, a, a winning bid, though. Like, what's going that. on? You've had to have five rounds of bidding. But that's honest, though, in terms mm -hmm. of you're saying, mm -hmm. I don't expect it to be done. My frustration yeah. is not knowing. I fully understand mm -hmm. that. But it's when people talk about, wow, why is the deal not been done and bids and did it there and all this type mm -hmm. of stuff. Mm -hmm. Who said this? Nobody ever said this, but big up Stephen for the super chat. Much appreciated. Yeah. Large up Lewis yeah. as well for raiding. Yeah. I was about to raid Lewis because I'm going to end shortly, but big up to Lewis every single time. Yeah. You lot, everyone who's just joined from um, Lewis's raid, make sure you hit the like button on the video, people. Hit the like button on the video as soon as you land. Get your questions in. Please keep a Manchester United related closing out in the next five to ten minutes or so, people. Of course, if you super chat, like Stephen here, we'll get straight to your comment or your question as well. And don't forget, we're back on all the audio platforms as well, people. So SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Sarcasm City TV. And this show, on all the other shows on the YouTube channel, all the other shows on the Twitch, apart from watch-alongs and fan-calling shows, are all on there, people. So you get all the Man Name United podcasts. So again, people, if you want to listen while you're cooking, while you're cleaning, while you're working, while you're on your way to work, Maybe at the gym. You might just not want to have the YouTube app open. That's absolutely fine. The links are underneath in the description. I'll drop them in the chat again. But yeah, SoundCloud, make sure you follow. Spotify, please make sure you follow. Five star is on there. And same, we're on iTunes as well, people. Leave us a review. Five star us. All that good stuff if you are indeed listening on the audio platforms. It helps so much, people, on those audio platforms in particular because we've got new pages on all of them. So the same way I ask for likes and subscribers on the YouTube channel, if you are listening to this back on the audio, people, I need you lot to do that for me. So please hit the follow on SoundCloud, hit the follow on Spotify, five stars. Same with iTunes, five stars on there, write a review or wherever, whatever audio platform you're on. And big up Lewis as well, man. Love to Lewis every single time. Subscribe to Ivorian's channel as well. Link is in the title, people. You know what I'm saying? Brian, I heard it. I just ignored it because you just be talking rubbish, basically. <laughs> That's why, man. Like, man, just talking. Like, from the first comment, that's why. I disagree, so we just go agree to disagree and move on. That's why I ignored it, because you don't... You you said the nonsense about Sancho, and we just bypassed that. And then some other nonsense, and then some other nonsense. I can't be bothered. Legit. Like, that's what it is. You said Sancho... You just blatantly lied about Sancho from the jump. Oh, he didn't get enough chances. Well, he he didn't get enough chance. He missed half the season, but he played more the second season than he did the first. Agendas. That's what it is, man. You can check these things in stats. Uh, big up Star Lord as well, says Flawless. Just want to say, keep up the good work, my guy. Yeah, man. Large up Star Lord, man. Every single time, man. Glad you enjoy the show every single time. Let's see what else you are saying. Final few questions, people, as well. Did I miss anything? And Stephen, again, big up for the super chat. Don't forget, link for the membership is in the pinned comment mm -hmm. as well. Oh, yeah, we'll go to this, RJ. Says mm -hmm. Mount Evans, Onano, Hoyland, Amrabat. Rate this window so far. Flawless and Ivorian. All right, let's rate the window so far. Bear in mind, we've not actually signed Johnny Evans yet. Have we? we haven't signed Evans. He's a short-term deal. We'll see how it goes, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know what? Until I can't, I can't rate because you know what? Yeah, we haven't confirmed these transfers yet until they're confirmed. But we're gonna speak hypothetically on it. The situation. How do I rate? It? You know what? Flawless. Yeah, I still feel like Manchester United. It's not enough. It's a six out of ten for me. 
I'm glad that we've got the goalkeeper now. That was one of our main concerns that we need a keeper. We can't go next season without with with um, David De Gea. Mm-hmm. If we and the striker was needed as well, which I can give that a good pass as well. Mm-hmm. The mount situation. Mm. That's what I can say. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, underwhelmed and all that kind of stuff. But we're, we're here. He's our player now. You know, we got we got to thank Chelsea and Carefree Lewis for giving us their trash. Now we've got their trash. Now, hopefully, we can polish the turd and make him the player that he's supposed to be. Hopefully, um. But yeah, I think it's a six out of ten, man, because we still we still need that another striker, and so we still need another midfielder. Amrabat will be decent. We still need that top top. We need a defender as well that can that can do a job as well that can compete with Varane and Martinez as well at that kind of level because we we are depending on whether Varane will be fit throughout the whole season and you know he's he's injury prone. But apart from that, for me, six out of ten. It can get better if we get another striker in, which we bump it up to a seven, and if it, if if we get. A very good defender because we was all hoping that we'll get King Minje, and that would have bumped up to an eight man. But yeah, man, so far it's so good with the signings that we've made. But we want more. We want more. And 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 what will make a, a excellent transfer window is where we sell Harry Maguire and we sell Scott McTominay and we sell. I was going to say Fred, but I, I I somehow feel like Fred is someone we can keep also at the same time. I'm 50-50 when it comes to Fred. But yeah, until we sold, and then we sold Anthony Martial as well and Donny van der Beek. Then I think that, and bringing some additionals, then I think we've had an excellent summer. Because I'm disappointed without the um, the transfer. I mean, the takeover being done. I'm disappointed. We've all been left with a little sour taste in our mouth, knowing that we could have our targets would have been very different if we've got that takeover. We would have been looking at the Empape situation, you know, licking our lips, knowing that yeah, we can get him, but. The situation is different. We haven't had that takeover, so we're doing what we can do with the money that we have in the and in our plans, our original plans. So, see how it is. Your thoughts on this? Yeah, current Mount season? Evans, Onana, Hoyland, Amrabat. Uh, minus Mount, I like all the players. So mm. good window, mm-hmm. but we still need more. It's still not enough. That's just how far we're off. Mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. one, two. I'm saying I like four out of the five signings, mm-hmm. and that's still not enough because of where we're currently at. But Evans is fifth choice. As a centre back, if we do indeed sign him, mm-hmm. no issue with that whatsoever. It's like signing a third choice goalkeeper. Um, Onana kept smoking on him many times in regards mm-hmm. to a goalkeeper. Hoyland is better than what we have because we don't have a striker. And Amrabat, we spoken on earlier in the show as well. Mm-hmm. So they're all steps minus mount to me in the mm-hmm. right direction. They're all improvements in, in their specific areas. So, yeah, it's a good window, but it's still not enough. We still need another striker to me. We still need another midfielder. That's how far we're shot. Mm-hmm. Still need because in terms of midfielders, and like it would be Casemiro, Bruno, Mount, Ericsson. That's the yeah. four. Let's say no, Fred McTominay and Donny Van der Beek leave. Mm-hmm. I don't think those three players are good enough anyway. Um, so that's four. Four central midfielders is not enough. If you get Amrabat, five. I don't think five is high. If you want to throw Kobe Mano in, then that's six. Cool. Mm-hmm. Even then, still, is that you really gonna rely on Kobe uh, Mano in a in a Champions League game? Mm-hmm. Like, is he that good? I'm not saying he is or he mm-hmm. isn't. I've not watched mm-hmm. him. I'm just saying that's a mm-hmm. that's a huge risk. Um, Hoyland, we've spoken. Of. Can't just have one striker. If he gets injured, then who who was it? Rashford up top again. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you're not getting the best out of him, even though he did a competent job there last season. 
Well, yeah, good window. But um, mm-hmm. we're gonna close out on that note. Love to everyone who has locked in. Big up, big up. Um, Ivorian, let them know where they can find you, what you got coming up, all that good stuff. Of course, of course, man. You can find me on my channel, Red United TV on YouTube. Just click on the link that's there. You tag me in it and then subscribe to Red United TV. Help me to get to 4,000 subscribers. You get me as well. You can find me on Instagram. I've run on the schools personally and same for Twitter. But if you want to follow Red United TV's Instagram channel, it's Red United TV one. And of course, watch out for the short videos, you know. I know it's a bit late because usually I would have been live today, but I'm live with Flawless. If anything breaks, like, you know, Onana's um, signing confirmed, then I'll be releasing a short video on YouTube. So make sure you watch, keep an eye out. And of course, if you want to see anything from me, watch um, Maguire's being stripped off and also Monday's podcast as well of the latest Manchester United news. But I'm live every Monday at 8 p.m. as well for you guys. Mm-hmm. Love that. Big up to Ivorian. You catch him normally mm-hmm. on the show on Tuesdays, people, but yep. because we couldn't make that happen. That's why he's here on Thursdays. And mm-hmm. um, well, on here on this Thursday, there mm-hmm. is a playlist for the show on the channel as well, as well as all the other shows. So if this is your favorite show, make sure you check mm-hmm. it out. I won't be back tonight, people, for the Manchester United Arsenal show, but I'm going to talk to Cam Cam. We'll move that. So you'll either get it Friday night or Saturday night, but you'll still get it. And of course, you'll get the QA, you'll get the other Mandem United show um, with myself and Eddie at 10.30pm tomorrow as well. You'll get the crossover show, Manchester United, Chelsea Spurs with myself, Surfer and Jets, plus more. So make sure you check it out. Make sure you go follow the Twitch as well. And just continue to support in the manner in which you lot have, please, people. Mm-hmm. Let's bump up the likes. We did a go over 50 likes. So big up to you lot. We did go over 50 likes. Do we, do, do we hit the subscriber mark? You lot been slowing the subscriber marks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As of late. I don't think we did. Let me check. Ah, we did. We got one. So we were one shot. So, yeah, man, we're closing in on that. Make sure you hit the like button, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, people. And this has been the Man of United podcast live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Thank you very much for tuning in. Peace, guys.